BYU Cougar Baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Well, good afternoon. Live from Larry Miller Field. Game three in the final home game of the year for the BYU Cougars against the San Francisco Dons. Both teams have won a game in the series. And uh, so with the rubber match here Saturday afternoon, beautiful day in Provo. I had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood a few moments ago, and we'll share that interview with you right now. We are here with head coach Mike Littlewood before the last home game of the season here in 2019. Coach, uh, boy, it seems like the uh, season's kind of flown by here, especially these home games. Uh, we had said so few of them in May, and, and here we are the last one. Yeah, no doubt. It's just, it has been. It, when, once you get into your season, it's just a whirlwind. You don't know what day it is or what city you're in or what hotel room you're in. But, um, you know, overall, it's been a really successful season. Um, senior day today, bittersweet. Um, but with all the stuff we have going on pregame, um, we really have to focus on this game and the task at hand. They're playing for their lives. They're, they're basically playing for a spot in the tournament. And we're playing for first place. I mean, there's a lot, lot on the line today. That was interesting. I think everybody in the league last night was cheering for BYU, trying to knock them out. Yeah. But uh, with a win now, it's 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 kind of changed things around a little bit, and you're you're uh, still right there in the in the driver's seat for that number one seed. But uh, San Francisco, like you said, playing for their life, they get a win here, and I think they're probably in. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're a veteran team that um, is always going to show up. They're they're not going to quit. And I, you know, I told we talked about it on the post game last night. I try to tell our team after the twenty three to uh, twenty to three win that they're going to show up every single t- uh, day and play just because they're veterans. When you get that. A uh, young team, freshman, sophomore, and you beat them up like that, uh, they'll, they'll probably back down in the corner and not show up. But these guys, um, they, they know how to play. They've been around the block. They have hundreds of at-bats uh, up and down their lineup. And so um, it's going to be uh, a battle today. Their starter, Joey Steele, has not started the game the entire year. He leads the game, team in closes, uh, closing and saves. Uh, what can you tell us about him? Well, they're, they're going with their best guy, their best stuff guy, uh, to try to ride him and see how – I don't think he's gone more than two innings, but they're going to try to just see how many innings they can get out of him. He's got good stuff, strikeout stuff. Uh, mid-80s, not overpowering, but his curveball is very, very good. And he, he gets guys to chase off the plate on the outside corner. So we, ha- we need to do a good job of making that. And hopefully the umpire is pretty stingy with that outside corner early. But I really feel like we can win this game in the first few innings if we chase him and get to their pen because I don't, I don't believe they have a whole lot of guys. They'll probably try to bring back Pham. Um, they'll probably go with the soft lefty that they did because uh, he was pretty effective against us on, on Thursday night. And so um, we'll just see what it brings. Justin Sterner getting the start for you tonight. Uh, he's been really good at times. Other times not quite as good. Uh, hopefully a good good effort out of him. Yeah, we're going to, you know, it's going to be just next guy up. But if he doesn't doesn't look like he has it early, I'm going to go to the pen. Um, we do have Reed and, and Blake and um, Mitch and Zimmerman. And so, you know, we've got a bunch of guys back there. We, we can't afford to let this game get out of reach, meaning three to four runs. We have to keep it close. Like you said, with everything going on with the seniors, uh, uh, like you said, hyper-focus, man, and get, get your head in the game uh, right away. And it might be a little tough on a day like today. Yeah, I mean, we, we just had a meeting in the clubhouse after uh, the scouting report saying that we've got a lot of stuff going on with uh, senior day. Uh, it's, it's a big day for those guys. They put a lot of time and, and effort into this program. And um, we want to we want to embrace them, enjoy them, and, and salute them. But then when that's over, we need to focus up and get ready to play. All right, Coach. Uh, good luck uh, tonight or this afternoon, and we'll talk to you in the post game. Okay, thanks. That was BYU baseball head coach Mike Littlewood for lineups and the first pitch. Let's rejoin Brent Norton. 
Right, back here at Larry Miller Field, uh, joined by Tuck and Slade. And, uh, Tuck, uh, boy, what a difference, two games. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a swing between game one and game two of a series quite like we saw the first two two nights here. Well, two blowouts, right? Back-to-back. <laughs> Both teams each had their own, and, and here we are. It's going to be a fun one today. Boy, San Francisco, again, playing for their lives. If they win this one, I think they're probably in. If they lose, I, I think, looking at it, they, they might be out. So uh, everything riding for them, and the Cougars, again, need to establish that momentum and, and come back after a less than stellar effort last night. Yep, they really do. It's, it's really crucial today. This game is, like Coach said in his interview, they're playing for their life to get into the tournament, and we're playing for first place. And so there's two big things on the line right here, and we want to get this done. Well, Justin Sterner's going to get the call tonight for the Cougars, uh, the sophomore right-hander. Noah Hill will be behind the plate. Keaton Kringlin at first. Carson Matthews at second. Jackson's left the shortstop. Brian Sue at third. Bench McIntyre in left. Danny Jolich in center. Brock Hale in right. Same lineup as we've had the previous two nights. Uh, good news, Sue back in at third base. Uh, apparently feeling better today. Yeah, feeling better today and ready to go. Villaroma steps in, and the first pitch from Justin Sterner is outside ball one. Villaroma, Winkler, and Hillen. The first three hitters for San Francisco. 20-3, Cougars won Thursday night. San Francisco came back last night with a a 9-1 victory. Cougars scored their one run in the first inning. And then they proceeded to strike out 15 times over the next eight. And, uh, boy, the the, uh, Dons really put it on them. Cougars had won before last night nine straight here against San Francisco. 2-0 pitch way outside by Sterner, and he's falling behind in the count 3-0. Well, this is not the start you want from him. You know, he got pulled in his last start in the fourth inning because of walks. Um, you need to get him just to get back in the zone. He's so electric when he throws strikes. Three balls, no strikes. Sterner's pitch. That's over for a strike. Sterner. 2.63 earned run average, eight wins this year to lead the Cougars, three losses, 63 strikeouts and in 61 innings, and 20 walks, so that's about three walks per nine. As Sterner with a 3-1 pitch, a little check swing right to Kringlin. He'll pick it up on a couple of hops and step on the bag for the out. Yeah, we'll take that one right there. Good pitch by Sterner, but a fooled Villaroman, and he just... Taps it to Greenland for the first easy out. 92 on the fastball there by Sterner. I believe if he was a closer for us, Brent, he would be throwing 95. That's just the kind of t- type of fastball he has. And who knows, next year. It may be. You know, he might be the guy coming out, closing up games. Sterner is a sophomore. And first pitch down the right field line, that's going to uh, slice foul and over into the bullpen area of San Francisco is Jack Winkler, the hitter. He's the shortstop, 3-for-10 in the series with a pair of RBIs. Got to give San Francisco a lot of credit. Boy, they came out last night, played well. Hit balls hard. Seems like every time they hit a ball hard, it, it found a, an opening. They played good defense as they have the entire series. Have not committed an error. Cougars have committed five errors. So far, and there's a pitch by Sterner all the way up and over the head of Noah Hill back to the screen. So a ball and a strike to Jack Winkler. Cougars wearing the Royal Blues here today. And San Francisco in the road gray uniforms. Pitches up high, ball two. 
looks San like. Francisco 28-23 after the victory last night. 15-11, and 11, only one game behind the Cougars in the win column. And a 2-1 pitch popped up, should be playable. Second baseman Carson Matthews calling everybody off. He makes the play for the out. Very nicely done. Falling behind that hitter again and is able to come back. Hopefully it's just him trying to get comfortable out there and settle in. You know, the shocking thing last night to me was Easton Walker, 80-plus 80, 80 pitches in four innings. I mean, here is a kid that was averaging one walk a game or 1.4 walks a game. I mean, just a, the ultimate strike thrower. Like Coach Littlewood said last night in the postgame, he says we've never seen him up like he was last night. Yeah, he just and, wasn't uh, his typical self. Two men out, and Riley Helland, he's two for eight in the series. First pitch, ground ball out to uh, third baseman Sue. He's got it. Throw to first, and the throw is high. Kringland tries to swipe tag, and as uh, Helland runs by, pops out of Kringland's glove. So that'll be an error on Sue. You know, I think Clough could have made the play. Sue probably did the right thing by darting in front of uh, Clough and then just a little sidearm flip uh, just high. And another error on the Cougars, and the Cougars have just not played good, uh, good, clean defensive baseball the entire series. Yeah, it hasn't been great, and that's a play that Sue makes 99.9% of the time. It's a nice, easy play for him, and just up the line a little bit, and Kringland made a great effort to get the out, but as it hit the runner, it just knocked out of his glove. Cougars, uh, three errors in each of the first two games as Jonathan Allen steps in. Allen 0 for 9 in the series. Very dangerous hitter, however. Uh, 17 home runs, 54 RBIs. And here is Sterner's 0-1 pitch. That's up high for a ball. For the ball game, the Cougars honored their nine seniors. We'll go over those seniors uh, as we go throughout the ball game. But a very nice uh, tribute to this uh, large senior class who have been around for a lot of wins during uh, Coach Littlewood's tenure here. Swing and a miss. Good fastball there by Sterner. Yeah, the senior class has seen the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in this program. So they've been a little bit of everything, and they've really, they're the, they're the reason why we're having such a successful season this year is the leadership that they've been given to these young guys. Ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch up high for ball. And the count uh, to Allen now. He's playing in left field. Yeah, when you look at the Cougar lineup out there, about five of them that you know are not, will not be back next year, and including Clough in that, as he'll probably be drafted and move on. 2 2 pitch fouled off. And here's something to think about, Brent, with these seniors here for the Dons. This could be their last game ever because they're not guaranteed, even if they do win. 16 is not a guarantee that they can get in. It just gives them a good chance just because they're done with, they don't have any more games left. And there's some teams that still have games that can catch them. So it's, uh, it's, it's do or die for these guys. There were nine seniors on the San Francisco team. So two unusually large classes. That ball, a uh, wild one that gets away from Noah Hill and goes back to the screen. And uh, Sterner kind of all over the place here in the first inning with uh, his control. Yeah, you can tell he just doesn't have a feel 94. for 94, I mean, yeah. velocity is as good as we've seen it the whole year, but uh, just doesn't have the, like you said, the feel yet. Good crowd uh, on hand in the ballpark. Last night, uh, 
All-time record, 3,189 in the park. And it could have been 3,500 if we didn't turn 400 away. Here's a 3-2. A little bit low, ball four, so Allen with a walk. So they're airing a walk in the inning, and that will bring uh, Robert Emery, the catcher, to the plate. Well, last night they made these type of mistakes matter. Errors and, and walks turned into, you know, doubles, and they were able to score big two-out runs and, and clutch hitting. Especially in the fourth when they put four on the board. Came back with two in the fifth, and the way uh, Parker was pitching it was pretty much uh, lights out, and then they brought the fam kid in who – 150-pounder. He was throwing 94 yeah, last night. He was throwing really Very good. impressive. Yeah. With a big, uh, sharp-breaking curveball. Sterner, first pitch is over for a strike. You know, I wondered if the, the Cougars uh, didn't mention this to you or any of the coaches, but, uh, man, with a big crowd, do you think they were a little nervous or a little antsy or just trying too hard? It's not too often you play in front of 3,000 people in a, co- a collegiate game. Yeah, it just was interesting to see that they just didn't respond to that excitement. 0-1-1. And here is Sterner's pitch. That's outside, one ball and one strike. I tell you who did respond to that is San Francisco. They were excited to play in front of a crowd like that. Good news for the Cougars, if there was any last night, Fam threw 41 pitches, so I can't imagine he could come back. They're starting a kid that has never started this year. He's got probably the best stuff. He's got 11 saves, but he's never gone more than two innings. So that's going to be interesting for the Dons. Pitches outside, ball two. Boy, Sterner looking to get off to a good start here, keep his pitch count down. It seems like he's just aiming it right now. Doesn't have a great feel, so he's just trying to just force it to a strike instead of just throwing to his location like he's been good at. Cougars loaded in the bullpen, though. A lot of guys out there that haven't thrown this weekend. 2-1 two, two, pitch down low, ball three. So an error, a walk, and now a 3-1 count. And Munoz is on deck. He swung the bat well here. He was a killer yesterday. Munoz did not start game one, but they put him in mid, mid-game. And uh, ever since then, he's been in the lineup and... Uh, been hitting the ball well. 3-1 pitch. That's outside and low. Ball four. So base is loaded now for San Francisco. And Munoz stepping in. He is the left-handed hitter. And Coach Littlewood said he's going to have a short leash tonight with that bullpen loaded up. Well, it's just frustrating to see two outs, nobody on, and you go air, walk, walk, and now they have a chance to blow out a huge inning here with a big hit. Here is Sterner's pitch. Munoz takes that one over for a strike. Live right there. Throw that one three more, two more times right here. Owen won the count. And Sterner rocks and fires. That ball's fouled down the first base side, 0-2. Good, good, good pitch right there. Short leash, a couple of guys out to the bullpen already here. It looks like McLaughlin's heading down there to get going. McLaughlin, 31. Uh, 
They've got McLaughlin in a way, Zimmerman. All three guys haven't thrown in the series. Here's the 0-2. That's way high for a ball, 92 on that fastball. A little bit of a disconnect last night with his fireworks, too. Did the fireworks behind the... (laughs) Not sure what happened there, but uh, I heard the crashing going off, but I couldn't see where they were. They did them behind the softball field. It's just off the plate, two and two. It's a good take right there by Munoz. It's a close pitch when you're down two strikes. He's back to two, two now. You don't want to go to full. You got to come with your best right here. Sterner from the stretch. Long look in at Noah Hill. His battery mate. And here is the 2-2 pitch. Ball fouled off the first base or the third base side. Our next game will be Tuesday night from Salt Lake. Cougars and Utes for the second and final time this year. They had the game washed away that was going to be played here in Provo. So that'll be a 6 o'clock start, Smith Ballpark. We'll have all the action for you here on uh, your new skin BYU Sports Network and AM 960 ESPN. Again, Sterner, and again the 2-2. I think he went around. Oh, oh he did. Third base Come umpire on. said no. Wake up over there. My goodness. See the replay here. It did look like he went around. Oh, yeah. Yes, Clearly went around. Big break for the Dons there. Two men out. And Westman is up next. And this kid has really swung the bat well in the on-deck circle. 3-2. Fouled off again. Down the third base side over near the Cougar bullpen. Boy, every first inning in this series, Cougars have struggled defensively or throwing strikes. As BYU trying to come out of this one unscathed, they they didn't give up any runs in the first innings of either game, but uh, uh, far too many errors. That's the seventh error by BYU in this series that happened here in the first. Ball hit right back up off of the glove, picked up by... The second baseman, Matthews, who makes the play. One, four, three. Cougars fortunate there to get the out. And for San Francisco, no runs, no hits, one error. Three big runners left. We are through a half an inning. San Francisco, nothing. Cougars coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. All right, back here, Joey Steele will be the starter. Steele, one win, three losses, 4.99 earned run average, 6'2", 195-pound senior. Out of San Marino, that's uh, easy for me to say. Got 11 saves on the year. Duck, this kid's been their primary closer and the best arm left, so let's throw him out there. Uh, Giordano and uh, see what he can give us. He hasn't gone more than two innings in uh, an appearance the entire year. Yeah, I mean, and they, they like Pham. Pham is, uh, he's closed. I mean, he started quite a few games from this year, but they had to close him yesterday, so they went to their best available, and uh, here we go. It's the guy that I think he's 84, 86, good little slider. 
Likes to make you chase on the outside half. He's a guy that I really think this offense, if they just take the balls and, and swing at strikes, they can have a lot of success. Ryan Sue steps in, one for five for Sue in the game of the pair of RBIs. Came out after his first at bat yesterday. He just wasn't feeling well, but back in the lineup today. And here is Joey Steele's first pitch. That pitch almost hit Sue way inside for ball one. Noah Hill on deck, Brock Hill. In the hole for the Cougars defensively. Robert Emery behind the plate. Riley Helland at first. Kyle Nell at second. Jack Winkler the shortstop. And Ricky Urata at third. And here's the 1-0 pitch. That's high and tight again. Jonathan Allen in left. Tyler Villaroma in center. And uh, Jacob Westerman in right. And Westerman for not uh, starting game one since being inserted. Uh, him and Munoz have really been difference makers for this offense. Yeah, they really have. They answered the bell. Here's the 2-0 pitch. That is a breaking pitch. It's up high for a ball. Umpire Bill Barnes behind the plate. Brandon Vandermeide is the first base umpire. Kellen Levy at uh, second base. And Matthew Harasima is the third base umpire. 3-0 pitch to Sue. And Steele's pitch is up high, ball four. So four consecutive balls thrown by Steele. Probably a little bit of an uncomfortable situation. Boy, you start and you relieve. It's it's two different worlds. Yeah, well, Coach Pratt was telling the, 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 the offense in the scouting report meeting after BP today, he said, hey, he's never started before. So this is different. He's not used to doing this, not used to taking, you know, two hours to get ready for a game. And so he's going to be uncomfortable, and let's make it really uncomfortable for him. You know, he's pretty impressive. 30 innings pitch, 47 strikeouts, only nine walks. This is his 25th appearance. He but an ERA of, of just under uh, five as Noah Hill steps in. And the first pitch is over for a strike. Noah three for nine with an RBI in the first two games. He was honored before the game, as was Sue, as a couple of the seniors who are leaving. Their last home game. They hope to continue to play here for the next two or three weeks. Quick throw to first base. Uh, Noah Hill has served served as the starters uh, Cougar starting catcher this season. Had a 9.93 fielding percentage, uh, 16 game hitting streak at one time this year. Batting 3.23, a 4.29 on base percentage. Uh, his parents Steve and Barb up from Flower Mound, and uh, he was honored before. The game tonight as uh, Hill bunts that one foul down the first baseline. And Noah behind in the count 0-2. Well, Noah's a two-strike hitter. He's been doing it all year. He's a guy that uh, he battles with, too. He had a tough night last night, really tough night. I haven't seen him get the hat trick before, and that was last night, and it's a a night he wants to forget and and move on to today. Well, he got dinged a few times, too, with foul tips. So it was a tough night in all aspects for Hill. And here's the 0-2. Hill, little looper, center fielder, Villaroma, good speed, unable to get there as the ball landed in front of him. Noah just a little humpback liner into center. And the Cougars off to a good start here with a walk and a single. Yeah, fantastic at bat there. You fall down 0-2, but you get a breaking ball in the plate, elevated, and you're able to loop it in there for a, a single and get this thing going. Brock Hale steps in now. Brock, another one of those seniors. Well, the first three guys in the lineup. Seniors that will not be back for the Cougars. And Hill has been a 
fantastic player for the Cougars. A, pretty much a four-year starter, all-wax selection, twice. Been the mainstay Cougar in the Cougar offense uh, the last three seasons. And Steele's first pitch is a curveball inside, ball one. And the thing about Noah that impresses me, Brent, is that this is the first year in four years now that he's had real playing time. Before that, it was just spot starts here and there, pinch hit here and there, defensive replacement. And and here he is starting, you know, 80% of our games. And and he's just been, been fantastic. Hitting in the number two hole. And the pitch to Brockhill's hammer, deep left field. This is out of here, but it is a foul ball. Hale got all of it, but just... Boy, did he get that. Hooked the ball a little bit. That went around the pole, right? It, it, it <laughs> might have. It was close. I think it was foul. So a ball and a strike. Hale, his career average at BYU is 361, a 463 on base percentage. Slugging percentage of 602. 222 hits for Brock. That pitch is a curveball that drops in. He scored 151 runs, 42 doubles, 8 triples, 30 home runs, 132 RBIs as a Cougar. He'll finish in the top 25 at BYU in each one of those categories. So, boy, congratulations to Brock Hill. He has had just been an outstanding Cougar. Here's the 1-2 to Brock. Swing and a miss, and Hale goes down on strikes. That's a big pitch right there. 85 on the fastball right there. And that will bring uh, Jackson Clough up. Jackson, uh, three for six with a pair of RBIs in the series. And a big event right here for Clough. Cougars would like to get off to a quick start. Sue at second base and uh, Noah Hill at first. And here is Joey Steele. And the first pitch is outside ball one. Clough, a 333 hitter coming in. He is a sophomore. But in all likelihood, he will be drafted as he is a return missionary. So he's of age and can get drafted in the kind of year he's put together this year. Be shocking if he uh, made his way back to the Cougars. Here's the 1-0 from Joey Steele. That ball gets away from the catcher all the way back to the screen, and the Cougars advance now to second and third base with uh, one man out. Yeah, it's a good break there for the Cougs early in this game. Get those guys over, and now you have less pressure if you're Jackson. Now you're just looking to put a ball in play because they're going to play back in the infield, and you can score a run. You know, the difference between starting and relieving, I mean, as a reliever, I mean, you're just 100% full gas all the way. And a starter, you you have to reserve a little bit to, to, to work some innings in. So yes, you do. Not sure how he's reacting to that or what the coaching staff has told him. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Clough popped up in the infield. Second baseman right there makes the play for the out right off the handle of Clough. Yeah, that's frustrating there. 2-0 count. And you probably swing at ball three up and up and in on the hands. Just a little over aggressive right there. Going back to that point, the coaches might have just told Sill, hey, just treat it like yeah. normal. Just go out and get, get us some outs. Get us into some deep innings. Sapiti now steps in. Ryan, the freshman, 
308 average as he steps to the plate with uh, six RBIs. And here is Steele's first pitch, and that is a curveball. It's up high, ball one. This might be his biggest at-bat with with the type of pressure that today holds for both teams. This might be his biggest at-bat here young in his young career. Sapiti, right-handed hitter. And Joey Steele. And the pitch, and that is inside for ball two. Ryan, a, uh, as you mentioned, freshman at Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman High School down in Las Vegas. And Joey Steele with a 2-0 count. Runners at second and third base. And the pitch to Sapete, a little bit of a slower curveball that drops in for a strike. Yeah, I like that take, though, 2-0. That's not what you're looking for. You just take that pitch. Tip your hat to the to steal for throwing the big high looper. You haven't seen it yet. Now if you see that pitch again, you can hammer it, but good take. Two balls, one strike. Steal from the stretch and the pitch. Sapiti fouls it off, another curveball. And he got a good pitch to hit right there, Brent. It was right down the middle of that breaking ball. Well, now you got to battle. Use the whole field here and find a way to put a ball in play, and usually good things happen. Two balls, two strikes, two men out, two men on. And here is Steele's pitch, way outside for a ball, three and two. McIntyre on deck. Sapiti in the series, two for eight with five RBIs. Had the only RBI last night for BYU in the first inning. That was on a sacrifice fly. And here's the 3-2 from Steele. Sapiti fouls another one off back into the screen. That's a good battle. I like that. Boy, and Steele's not giving him another another curveball. They've seen enough of Sapiti. They they don't want to tank anything with the fastball. Already saw the damage he did in game one with the fastball with his two doubles. Three balls, two strikes. Ryan Sapiti with the pitch. That ball is down low, ball four. So McIntyre's going to come up with bases loaded. Well, both teams had bases loaded and two outs in the first inning. Sue at third base. Hill at second. Sapiti at first, and McIntyre is two for nine with a pair of RBIs, steps in. Center fielder playing very shallow for McIntyre. Well, he's two for four on the year this year with bases loaded, Mitch is. Here is Steele's first pitch, and that is down low, and really the bad news for Steele 22 pitches here in the first inning, and this is for a reliever that normally doesn't go more than two innings. So this is uh, not a good scenario for this uh, San Francisco Don staff. And here is the 1-0 pitch. Curveball up a little bit high for ball two. Well, he's got himself a fastball count here, but you, you just have to be selective aggressive here, right? 
It has to be your pitch. Don't just swing because you think it's a strike. Get yours. Two balls, no strikes. And Steele's pitch is on the inside corner for a strike. That's a good spot right there. Down and in. Umpire actually kind of flinched back a little yeah. bit. He thought maybe the catcher was going to drop that. And then he still called it a strike. Yeah. Two and one, McIntyre, the sophomore out of Tooele. Steps back in, and here is the 2-1 pitch. That's outside. Oh, no, that's on the outside corner for a strike. Well, he balled that earlier in his count. Two balls and two strikes. That ball's off the plate. Catcher did a good job, though, framing it. Well, McIntyre now, two balls, two strikes. Bases loaded. And here is Steele's pitch. Mitchell hits this ball right at the second baseman. Now he's got it and will throw him out. And the Cougars retired here in the first inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and three big runners left on. We're through one. No score, San Francisco and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the second inning. No score, San Francisco and BYU. Both teams loaded the bases in the first, but couldn't commit up with a uh, big base hit with guys on base. And Westerman steps in against uh, Justin Sterner in the first pitch outside ball one. Westerman, uh, three for six with an RBI. He is a big kid, 6'5", 205, had a big defensive play in right last night to Rob Clough of extra bases. Now the 1-0 pitch is outside for ball two. We were talking last night, Brent, that it was the 7-8-9 batters that killed us. They had six hits and like seven RBIs last night. They were the ones that made it tough. Two balls, no strikes. Pitch is over for a strike. Uh, Westerman now hitting 225 on the year with two home runs and 10 RBIs. He is a transfer out of uh, New Mexico. Grew up in Seattle. Went to Albuquerque and then on to San Francisco. Swing and a miss, two and two. Good pitch there, kind of cutting away. Westerman, that's his uh, 28th start in uh, 51 games, 102 at-bats for Westerman. Sounds kind of like a platoon guy. Swing and a miss. Fastball thrown right past him, one man out. That's more like it. That's the Sterner we're used to seeing. Well, Sterner, good uh, velocity here early. And that will bring up uh, Kyle Nell, Nell the second baseman. This kid uh, had a couple of big hits last night, uh, three RBIs in the game. As Kyle Nell will step in the right-hander batter's box, another, another base hit by Nell. Right up the middle. Well, he's locked and loaded this weekend. He's seen the ball real well. Would believe he's a 140 hitter. Yeah. Last night he was hitting 111 coming in. Urata now steps in, the number nine hitter. He's the third baseman. Junior, this kid's hitting 212 on the air, but he's got three hits and seven at-bats in this series. Urata just kind of the 
prototypical kind of slap hitter. There's a squares the bunt, takes pitch over for a strike. Brian Sue coming hard from third base as Urata showed bunt on that first pitch. Owen won the count. And the pitch is a little bit low. In action last night, uh, St. Mary's beat uh, Santa Clara 9-2. That's being played at Moraga. Pepperdine held on, beat Portland 4-3. San Diego all over Pacific uh, 12-3. And Gonzaga beat Lamar last night 7-6 in non-conference action. LMU is uh, taking the week off with uh, graduation going on down there on their campus. Big series next week will be Gonzaga and uh, LMU and the other series will be the St. Mary's series. Yeah, St. Mary's Pepperdine, yeah. Those are big ones. For all four of those teams, they're all in the hunt. One ball and one strike. Pitch is lined up the middle, base hit, and El was going on the pitch, and he's going to end up at third base on the single by uh, Urata. Yeah, nice hit and run right there. Normally you don't want to hit it back up the middle on a hit and run because the defenders are going there, but he hit it hard enough to get through. And Nice execution. They got first and third with one out here. Top of the order, Tyler Villaroma will step in. He grounded out to the first baseman, Kringlin, his first time up. So back-to-back hits here with one man out in the second. And the Don's threatening. Cougars double play depth. Tough man to double up. This kid can really run. And the first pitch to Villaroman is over for a strike. They like to run. They like to run and hit. Hit and run and steal bases. Yep, they force pressure. And they've got three guys on the base right now. Well, two on base and one at the plate. They're really really can just do as much as they want pressure-wise with their legs because they can really run. Here is the 0-1. Strike two called on the outside corner. So no balls, two strikes. Runners at the corners, no score. We are at Larry Miller Field here in Provo. Game three of this series and the final home game for BYU this year. You get to this point in the season, Tuck, it just kind of seems like a blur. 0-2 pitch, line drive, base hit into right. Run scores. Three consecutive singles by the um, Dons, and they've taken a one nothing lead. Yeah, an 0-2 right there. That's just way too good of a pitch. It's a fastball elevated. That's the one where you want to throw off the plate and get a swing and miss. Way too much of the plate and a good piece of hitting there to, to right side to get himself an RBI single. Michael Bradshaw, the pitching coach now, is going to go out and talk with uh, Justin Sterner. Sterner, eight wins this year, three losses, but has uh, battled lately, mainly with his uh, command. Probably as much, uh, you know, you, you, you talk about command walking guys, but you also talk about command, just like you said, finding too much of the zone. Yeah. I mean, he struggled in that first inning throwing strikes. Been locked in better this inning, but uh, hadn't been able to put hitters away when he gets uh, up on them. 
One man out, one man in. And Jack Winkler now, he popped up to the second baseman, Carson Matthews, his first time up there. And first pitch outside, ball one. Justin Sterner, eight wins, three losses. This is his uh, 12th start of the year, thrown 61 innings. 63 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 205 against Sterner. That's how good he has been. The 1 0 pitch is down low, ball two. And McLaughlin really starting to heat it up down there in the pen. McLaughlin, the uh, freshman of Scottsdale, Arizona. 2 0 pitch, another hit into center field. This one will be grabbed by Jelilich. They will hold the runner at third base. So bases loaded, one man out. Four consecutive hits now by the Dons. Well, he's not fooling anybody right now, Brent. He's not fooling anybody, and they're putting good swings on him. And the Dons are playing like their backs are to the wall. They Absolutely. They are swinging the bats well. This will bring Riley Helen to the plate. You need a double play ball in the worst way right here, Brent. Four hits for the Dons. They've all come in in this inning. Cougars double play depth in the infield. Helen, the left-handed hitter. He was on by way of an error his last time up. Bad throw from Sue on a ground ball. And now uh, Noah Hill is going to go out. And uh, Jackson Clough shortstop is going to come in and talk with uh, Sterner. Justin's been throwing light, low 90s, mid-90s all game, but just unable to throw it in the zone where he wants it. Well, that's college baseball. These college hitters are good. If you, you can throw hard, but if you're throwing it down the middle, it gets hit. Now Mike Littlewood out in that. It's going to be it for Justin Sterner. But Laughlin's going to be brought into the ballgame. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We are in the top of the second. The Dons have scored a run. They've got bases loaded, one man out, and the Cougars have gone to the bullpen. McLaughlin brought in uh, Reed McLaughlin, uh, five wins, one loss. His 21st appearance tied for the team lead in in that department. 2.06 earned run average in 43 innings. Uh, McLaughlin with 39 strikeouts. Has only walked 10 in those 43 innings of work, and uh, opponents are only hitting 219. Reed has only allowed two extra base hits in 43 innings, a double and a home run. Well, it kind of hides the ball and jumps on you a little bit, throws across his body a little bit. He, uh, he's, he's been in these situations all year. Quite you know. a story by McLaughlin, uh, recoded as a junior out of uh, Scottsdale. That point, throwing about 85, and he just uh, upped his velocity. And uh, as Tuck was saying, kind of hides his pitching, kind of uh, 
Just does a great job of hiding the baseball. First pitch outside, ball one to Riley Hillen. He's a strike thrower, and he's uh, he's a guy that just is used to these pressure situations. Here's the one ball pitch, Hellen. That is a fair ball. I think that hit the line. One run scores. Here comes a second run in, and they will hold the runner from first base at third. And Helen, just a little bit of an inside-out swing right there, right down the third baseline. Yeah, well, he blew it by him, and he was late, completely late, and just hit it right down the line. And wow, unbelievable. 3-0, Dawn's leading. Winkler goes to third base, and Hillen with a two-RBI double. And now uh, Jonathan Allen steps, and he walked his first time up. Now the Cougars bring the infield in here. Second inning, they just can't uh, really afford to go down by much more. And the pitch is fouled down the first base side. 0-1 the count. Five consecutive hits by the Dons here in the second inning. All of them singles except for uh, Helen's double right there that drove two in. And McIndary did a good job to get over in that corner and get that ball back in or could have easily been a bases clearing double. That pitch is uh, down low, one ball and one strike. The Dons 15 and 11 on the year. The Cougars are 16 and 7 on the year in the conference. And here is the 1-1 pitch. Popped up. Center field. This should be deep enough to score the run. Jelic goes back, makes the catch. Runner from third base will score. And the Dons have put a four spot on the Cougars here in the second inning. Yeah, it's a good, good team at bat right there by Allen. You know, he's had kind of a tough weekend. Doesn't have a ton of hits, but that's uh, a big productive out, uh, at bat right there to drive in the fourth run. Both runners move up. One scores, one moves to third, and that will bring uh, Robert Emery to the plate. Emery walked his first time up. So I'll read McLaughlin on here. Early relief of uh, Justin Sterner. And McLaughlin trying to get this final out. First pitch is down low, ball one. Final home game of the year for BYU here at Larry Miller Field. They'll play up in Salt Lake on Tuesday against the Utes before heading down to Santa Clara to end the season. That ball off of uh, Noah Hill, and then it came up and got the umpire. Got them both. And Hill, I'm not sure, but the home plate umpire, I think it came up and hit him in the neck, I believe, and I think it hit off Noah's, maybe off his wrist, it looked like. And that home plate umpire is down as that ball came up and off of uh, Hill and hit uh, Bill Barnes, and it looked like it got him in the side of the neck. Yeah, it did look like that. The training staffs for uh, both schools out, as well as the head coaches for both schools. 
as Barnes is uh, laying down on his stomach right there in front of the Cougar dugout. And uh, we'll see if he can continue on here. Hopefully uh, he'll be all right. We've seen this happen once this year and uh, to uh, Noah Hill, the catcher. And that one, I think, the way Hill is kind of flexing that left wrist. Barnes is going to uh, walk into the dugout. And I think we're going to, in all probability, go to a three-man crew. If that's what's going to happen, the third base umpire is will end up going behind the dish. So it'll probably be a good 15-minute delay here for him to go switch. Hersima, who has not been behind the plate in the series with a four-man crew. And uh, we're going to take a, let's take a two-and-a-half-minute break here and be back with an update and more of Cougar baseball right after this on your New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. All right, back here, Larry Miller Field, a four to nothing, San Francisco leading this one. Uh, less than stellar start for the Cougars right here. We've got to delay. The umpire took a ball, uh, looked like it might have hit him in the side of the neck. And I think we're uh, going to be changing umpires here and probably going to a three man crew. And Joined by Tech and Slade, this is Brent Norton. And, uh, boy, after last night, you'd hope the Cougars could get off to a little better start. Had a chance in the first with bases loaded, just couldn't drive anybody in. And now San Francisco with uh, five hits in the, here in the inning. They've got a runner at third base, two men out, and uh, they put uh, four on the board here, Tuck. Yeah, they put together a great second inning and just good contact hitting, finding a way to score runs. And they're playing like a team that's playing like this is their season on the line. And uh, they're not just going to give them give it to us today. So if we want to win this game, we got to really come out and do it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, just a tough start for the Cougars, uh, reminiscent of a little bit of last night's ball game. Cougars starter Justin Sterner already out of the ball game, and uh, McLaughlin into the ball game for BYU as uh, we are waiting for that umpire uh, to make that change. That's quite a dramatic change. You with all of the uh, body armor that you got to put on. So I would think it would be another few minutes before uh, we get this ball game started again here in Provo. So we're going to send it back. We'll take another two-minute break and hopefully be back with uh, more action here at Larry Miller Field. Cougars and uh, the Dons on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Okay, we're back here uh, in a delay with the umpire. Uh, Getting hurt, the home plate umpire uh, looked like the ball came in, got away from Noah Hill. Looked like it hit off his left wrist, and then went up and hit the umpire in the oh, did it hit him in the thigh? Got him in the thigh, and then went up and hit the umpire in the neck. So at least the umpire didn't take the full brunt of a fastball, but uh, boy, he went down and uh, scary situation. We've seen that already one time this year. And uh, so uh, they are going to replace that home plate umpire, and it does uh, take uh, probably 10 to 15-minute delay, him getting his gear on and uh, coming out. So we'll have a, a home plate umpire, first base, third base umpire, and uh, we'll play it that way the rest of today. Early in the ballgame, 4 to nothing, San Francisco, as they've, uh, for lack of a better term, the, the Dons are playing like their hair's on fire. I mean, these guys are... Just letting it all loose, uh, probably playing some of their best baseball of the year these yeah. last two games. Yeah, exactly. Playing loose and athletic and, and just excited to play. And looks like we got the umpires. 
Umpire's making his way out, so the Cougars are going to come out and uh, start to let them warm up a little bit. So the new home plate umpire. And uh, Reed McLaughlin's going to go out and start uh, with his uh, warm-up tosses. And the umpire now, uh, Matthew Hersima, will be behind the plate. And Levy and Vandermeid, the other guys on the bases. So Hersima, we have not seen. You know, I can't remember him behind the plate ever. Yeah, I don't recall that seeing name, him ever. That name uh, does not ring a bell with me. Well, he wasn't planning on working the plate this weekend. And here he is. As McLaughlin, the count will go will be two and zero. Oh. Just hope that Bill Barnes is all right. Yeah. To Robert Emery, a runner at third base, and Reed McLaughlin is the reliever for the Cougars, and uh, Emery will step in. As we mentioned, he walked his first time up. The Dons with. Four runs on five hits here in the inning. And McLaughlin, the freshman, will work from the stretch. Right-hander. Next pitch. That ball's hit hard down to Brian Sue. Long throw to first. He's got it. Nice job. And will throw him out. The San Francisco with four runs, five hits. No errors and one man left. We're through an inning and a half. Four-nothing Dons over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. We go to the bottom of the second. Cougars are down four to nothing. Keaton Kringlin will lead it off for BYU. Kringlin, again, one of the uh, great seniors who uh, played his last game here in Provo. Kringlin uh, playing at first base today. Keaton, a freshman All-American, uh, all West Coast Conference honoree. He's seen time in the outfield at DH at first base. Ball fouled off by Keat. And would like to end things off well here in his final home game. Yeah, I'd love for him to have a great day today and his last time in front of these fans because he's given them a lot of great memories. Career 310 hitter, 216 hits, uh, just short of uh, Brock Hill, who has 222 coming into the game. That could change before the before the season ends. He scored 126 runs, 124 RBIs. His parents were here, Kim and Mike, and his wife, McKenna. A ball and a strike to Kringlin. As the Cougars down four to nothing. Kringlin swings and misses one and two. Joey Steele, the starter for San Francisco. Loaded the bases up in the bottom of the first, or top, or yeah, bottom of the first, and Cougars could not push anybody across. McIntyre with a ground out to end the inning. One-two pitch, and Kringlin swings and misses an 86-mile-an-hour fastball. Goes down on strikes, and that will bring Carson Matthews up. Yeah, well, still has a ton of strikeouts. He hides the ball well, and when he throws that ball elevated, it's hard to lay off of it, but he's got a couple of strikeouts now on that pitch. Strikeout Kringlin there and got Brock Hill in the first. 30 pitches now by Steele, and as we mentioned, not a starter. First start of the season. It'll be interesting to see how long he's able to go. 
as Carson Matthews takes a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. Be interesting to see what, what type of strike zone we have now. Yeah, her, her seaman. Get a new strike zone, and then you get a new guy. And here is the 0-1. That's outside for a ball. Boy, just San Francisco team. I mean, Thursday night, they were just down and out. And uh, since then, a uh, very confident team, as we've mentioned, have not committed an error in the ball in the series. Played great baseball since uh, Thursday night. Boy, good breaking pitch. It might have been up just a little bit. Yeah, not sure that missed. It looked good from back here. Hadn't seen it yet as the umpire hadn't seen it yet. That looks up. Yeah, it was a borderline. Here's a 2-1. Matthews swings and misses. 2-2 two two the count. A little cut to that fastball, Brent. Running away from the hitters. Jelic is on deck. As the Cougars uh, one hit in the game. That was by Noah Hill back in the first. Matthews uh, takes that uh, curveball over for a strike. Two strikeouts inning by Steele. And Jelic stepping in. Danny was uh, three for six in the series with two RBIs. He had a good game Thursday, not so good yesterday. As Jelic batting from the right side. Here's the first pitch from Steele. That pitch almost got him. Danny leads the Cougars. has been hit by hit 14 times this year. Just a magnet. That pitch just about got him. Yes, it did. Boy, another big crowd here. Temporary bleachers down the right field liner field also. Pitched by, it's fouled off by Jelic, one and one to count. Not quite as large as last night, but uh, good crowd in the ballpark on a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in Provo and Cougars. Looking to give the, the crowd something to cheer about here. Here's the 1-1. Jelilich hammers this one down the line and left. That ball is in. Up and over the left fielder's head. Jelilich around second base. He's going to hold right there. So a two-out double by Jelilich. Yeah, got a hanging breaker right there. Did a good job. Hammering that ball down the left field line off the wall for a two-out double. Brian Sewell step in. Brian walked his first time up on four pitches. So the Cougars with their second hit. It's a big run out there, Brent, to kind of release the pressure a little bit. You know, you kind of feel like you're down four. Oh, here we go again, you know. Kind of have that feeling today for some reason. You know, kind of punch them back here and say, okay, we're not going to go away early. That feels a lot like last night. Two men out. And the pitch to Sue is down a little bit low, ball one. Brian stepping in, hitting at 320 with two home runs, 18 RBIs. Jelic, uh, great speed at second base. And here is Joey Steele's 1-0 pitch. That ball hit Sue. Came in and got him. 
I think on the arm, hopefully the arm pad. So the Cougars with runners at first and second base. Noah Hill steps in. Noah singled his first time up. Starting to keep track of how many times these guys have been hit. They've been hit so much lately, it seems like. And uh, for Sue, that's his uh, tenth time he's been hit. They got him in the hand right there. Come on, Noah. Big hit right here. Find a way. Drive in a run. Noah Get Brock up. Single to center field his first time up. And the first pitch from Joey Steele is outside. Ball one laid off the curveball. Just a slight breeze blowing out towards center field. Daytime game. You'd think the ball would be carrying pretty well here in the ballpark. Steal from the stretch, and here is the 1-0 pitch. That's outside for ball two. Steal now up to 42 pitches. We're still in the second inning. Have some fun up there right now. No, a 2-0 count. Get a good pitch to hit. Now the coach heading out to talk to uh, Joey Steele. He goes 2-0. Struck out the first two hitters of the inning. Then the double by Jelich, the hit batter in Sioux. And the Cougars, uh, second guy in the order up uh, right now. Uh, Noah hitting 328 on the year. Does not have a home run, but has 15 RBIs on the year. He's four for nine in the series, so he's had a good series swinging the bat. One of the first guys for San Francisco are now going down to the bullpen. These are these are big spots in the game here. You've had two chances now in back-to-back innings to score runs. Got to find a way to just release the pressure on the team here and just get a big hit. One hit, I, I swear, Brent, this team's contagious. If they get that one hit, they start to roll in punches and bunch and bunch and bunches. Two all the count, two hill. And here's the pitch, and that's up high, ball three. Boy, you don't want to walk Hill to get to to uh, Brock Hale. Yeah, I'd love to see that. You know, Scott Parker was one of the guys that ran down. Now, there's no way he they could run him out there. He might be out there just as a, an advisor, but you can see him out there kind of walking around the mound. Number 22, Parker, threw so well last night. A six-inning start. 3-0 pitch outside, ball four. Cougars had bases loaded in the first inning. Couldn't do anything with it. Bases loaded here in the second. And I can't think of a better guy to come to the plate than Brock Hale. Yeah, there's nobody you'd rather have right now than Brock Hale. It's senior day. He owns Saturdays. He he hits phenomenal every Saturday when it's warm out. Hit a foul ball home run his first at bat. Here we go. Brock Hale steps in, struck out his first time. Hitting 341, nine home runs. And here is Steele's first pitch, and that's way outside, ball one. Well, he hit a grand slam on Thursday. I'm okay with another one right here, Brent. I'd get the Cougars back in the game in a hurry. Yes, it would. He needs 10 home runs on the year. Got to get to double digits. Here's the 1-0 pitch from Steele. 
There's a nice slider that drops in over the inside corner for a strike. That good pitch right there. Throw that again, though. It's going to go a long way. Brock was timing that pitch. Big time moment right here, Brock Hale. Have some fun up there. One and one the count. Steals pitch. Another curveball, another strike. A little slower curveball at 70 miles an hour. And I think Brock would like to have that back. Took a little bit of a look at it, but then held up. So one and two the count. And Joey Steele from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Hale fouls it straight back. Boy, had a good pitch to hit, one, two. Yes, he did. I just battle right here. Get that breaking ball and hit it through the six hole and get two RBIs. Left fielder just about on the warning track back there, Jonathan Allen. Center fielder actually coming in a few steps now. And again, the one, two. Hammer deep left field. This ball game is tied up. Brock Hale, his 10th home run, his second grand slam of the series. And that was out of here from the crack of the bat. I told you, he was timing that breaking ball. He was timing it, and he got it. And my goodness, Brock Hale, that ball was out of the stadium, over the trees. Big-time swing by your senior leader on senior day. Out of baby. You can hear the crowd. And it's the first time in two days they've really had anything to, to cheer about. It is. It is. Well, Brock uh, got a pretty good pitch, one, two, to hit, fouled it off, and he didn't miss out. 4-4 the score. Both teams with four runs in the second inning. And Jackson Clough steps in. Clough lines one down the left field line. This ball is going to be in for extra bases. Clough around first base, and he will glide into second base with a stand-up double. Here we go. Like I said, it's contagious, right? All it takes is one big hit, and here they go. Good inside-out swing there by Jackson. Slicing down the line. It looks like he still might be done here. Steele is done. He will not get out of the second inning. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with a new San Francisco pitcher right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Wow, what a second inning here as uh, both teams have four, scored four ones. We've lost the home plate umpire. Hopefully he's okay. Had about a 10-minute delay as he took a, a ball to the neck on a deflection. And uh, Brock here with a big grand slam home run has tied this one up at 4-4. Cougars with four runs on four hits, three of those hits here in the inning. And Joey Steele. The starter out of the ball game, and he was really his own worst enemy. Started the inning now with two straight strikeouts, then a double, a hit batter, a walk, and then the grand slam home run by Hale, his 10th of the year. Yeah, he really was his own worst nightmare, like you said. Brock now 42 RBIs on the year, as he has uh, nine in this series. 
Ryan Sapiti steps in against Washburn, the new pitcher. Washburn. Eight wins and a loss. He started three games. That pitch is inside for a ball. I'm seeing if that was a typo. Eight and one, 18, 18 appearances. He's thrown 50 innings, 31 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 268. And I'll tell you, he must have taken advantage of some pretty good uh, late inning rallies to be eight and one. Ball is fouled off for a strike. Yeah, he also didn't he have a few starts this year? I think. I think he's had three. Yeah. It's kind of like Reed Laughlin, where Reed has five wins. Yeah. It's just kind of the way it works in the bullpen. So Washburn in here in the second inning. And Sapiti the hitter, one ball and one strike. And that ball's hammered down the line. That's going to score another run. That's going to get to the wall. Sapiti around first base, and Ryan slides into second base safely. And the Cougars have taken a 5-4 lead. How about that? You had the double, the walk, or hit-by-pitch walk, grand slam, double-double. So it's coming. It's coming. They're starting to feel comfortable. They're relaxing. And and McIntyre is going to get a big hit right here, too, just because that's how this offense does things, Brent. Well, it's amazing in the game of baseball, the momentum. As your team starts gaining confidence and momentum, you do. Boy, what a this first time we've seen this Cougar team since Thursday night. Yeah. You know, comfortable relaxed and swinging the bats this way. This is a team that we're used to seeing. Ninth guy to come to the plate, McIntyre. Big swing, fouled it off for strike one. Cougars five runs on five hits. There are five runs on four hits, and each of the hits in this inning have been extra hit, extra base hits. And here is the 0-1 pitch. McIntyre takes that one down low. So McLaughlin is the pitcher of record for the Cougars as he came in and took over for Sterner in the second inning. Neither starter lasted two innings in this uh, third game of his three-game set. That pitch is way outside for a ball. Boy, Sapita, I'll tell you, that was a laser down the line. That was past the left fielder before he even really had a chance to to go start picking it up. That was off the wall in a hurry. That kid can absolutely square a baseball up. Yes, he can. He's a strong kid. He starts lifting that ball. He's going to be a big-time home run guy. Pitches down low for a ball. Three and one. Kringlin in the on-deck circle for BYU. Boy, all of this with two men out. First two guys struck out, Kringlin and Matthews. And then the double by Jelich got things started. McIntyre takes that one over for a strike. 90-mile-an-hour fastball there by uh, Julian Washburn. He's out of Lewiston, Idaho. 5'11", 175-pounder. Pitched at Walla Walla Community College and now down to San Francisco to pitch for the Dons. 3-2. Ball hit hard but foul down the first base side. Yeah, good swing there. Ball running in on his hands. Off the bat, I thought that was going to be a double down the line. Just a little foul. It's a big run out there. Keep this momentum going. 
I'll tell you, Brock Hill was excited coming down that third baseline. I love seeing that stuff. Looking at his teammates, pounding his chest. Ball four. McIntyre walks. And the Cougars will send Kringlin up. He led the inning off. Boy, senior leadership. That's Brock Hale right there. I never thought I would actually see a senior day with Brock Hale. I really didn't. No, I didn't either. I'm still shocked to this day that he's not in professional baseball. It's sickening, really, and maddening. It's unbelievable. Three years they've had him that we didn't think they'd have him. Pitch to Kringlin popped up. Second baseman going out, and he will make the play for the out. Cougars score five. Five runs, four hits, no errors, and two runners left on base. We are through two complete now. 5-4, Cougars leading the Dons on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Well, the Cougars come back with a five spot in the second, led by the grand slam by Brock Hale. And McLaughlin's first pitch just over the glove of Sue in the left field for a base hit. So Munoz, who's been swinging the bat so well, slices one into left to lead off the third inning. Yeah, good swing right there. And what they're doing right now against McLaughlin is those lefties are going the other way. They're taking that fastball and hitting line drive the other way, having a good approach. Jacob Westerman now steps in. He struck out his first time up. Cougars need somebody on the hill to throw three, four good, strong innings. And there's a bunt attempt to fouled off for strike one. Cougars five, Don's four as we play the top of the third. Don scored four in the top of the second. Cougars came back with five in their half. And the Dons with the runner first base here in the top of the third. Nobody out. And here is McLaughlin's pitch. Boy, good fastball there. And Westman way behind that fastball. Just like he was against uh, Sterner. Yeah. His first strikeout. I'd stay with that pitch. Absolutely. The elevated fastball right now he can't catch up to. But you're right, Brent. You need some guys to put together some zeros. The offense is starting to come around. You need zeros. That's the key to this game. Here's the 0-2. Yep. Strike three called. One man out. We like to call that paint right there. That was painted on the corner. One man out. Kyle Nell steps in. Well, the Cougars, over the last couple of weeks, the starts, Jordan Wood, a fantastic start on Thursday. But, boy, Easton Walker last night and uh, and, uh, tonight, uh, Sterner just uh, didn't have it. Well, no, and, and I don't want to think that the guys are tired because they, they shouldn't be because Easton didn't start the first four weeks of the season, so he didn't have a ton of innings early. Slider inside for ball one. And, and not only that, we rarely throw these guys to 100 pitches. Yeah. Rarely, rarely. As good a bullpen as we've had, it's usually been five, six, maybe seven innings. So it's just one of those days where you just don't have your stuff. Here's the one ball pitch, but a quick throw to first base, and the runner 
Munoz, he's got three stolen bases in four attempts, and this team will run, as we've seen. Well, we need to get this batter out right here. This is the guy that we need to get out. This is the, the guy that came in hitting 100 that just lit this Cougar team up. He's got three hits and eight plate appearances, three RBIs, and played a very good second base for the Dons. Absolute perfect day for baseball here in Provo. High supposed to be about 75. Just a few clouds hanging over the mountains. There's a pitch. It's a strike. This one and one. What you call perfect baseball weather right here. 70 oh. to 75 degrees. Best day of the year to play the last game. Yes, yes, it is. I had, it's funny. I had a couple of fans walk up to me last night and say, hey, uh, When's the next game? I said, this is it. Yeah. They said, we thought this was the first game. <laughs> Where have you been? Ooh. Cougars have already played uh, 46 games. This is number 47. Looks like they'll end up playing 51 this year with the four next week. Ball and a strike. Here is McLaughlin from the stretch. He'll throw to first again, and uh, Munoz back in safely. Well, especially after you score five, it's it's great to put a zero up and keep that momentum up and keep that get that offense back up to the plate. And here's the one-one pitch, swing and a miss again. A little tardy on that 89 mile an hour fastball, and you say, how can you be tardy at 89 and and not Sterner, 94, and it's it's the way he hides the baseball. It is, yeah. It's, it's all in the motion. Yeah, he hides that with his body and just whips it in there, and so you see it late. So 89 looks like 95, 96. Here's the 1-2 by uh, Reed McLaughlin. Another fastball, a little late on that swing, but got enough of it to uh, foul it off. What, what, what an exciting second inning there. Unbelievable yeah. things that happened. Crazy. You Good have. and bad. And then, we're, again, our uh, hopes are with the home plate umpire that things are okay. We'll try to get a report back on him as he had to leave the ball game as he was hitting the side of the neck with a pitched ball, deflected ball. Ball hit pretty well but fouled down into the bullpen area of uh, San Francisco. You know, I look at Nell hitting here and – I'm just like, how is he batting 150? He has a short, compact, level swing. So it must be just maybe chasing a ton. He hasn't chased a ton this weekend because every swing he puts on, it's a good swing. He's only had 50 at-bats, so it's either an injury or yeah. or just uh, you know hasn't seen action for whatever reason. But I'll tell you, in this weekend series, looks like an all-whack performer. Little looper, that ball's going to drop into center field, so... Nell with another base hit. All he does is just hit, 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 hit. Runners at first and second base. Ricky Urata, the third baseman, steps in. That was a good pitch right there right off the handle, but he was able to muscle it into center field. Yeah, it's a good location, just better execution on Nell's part. Urata, the lefty, steps in. And McLaughlin's first pitch is fouled off. 
for strike one. It's going to be hard to double up Yurata because he can run and he's on the left side. But it's definitely one of those situations where you're really wanting a ground ball to get yourself a double play. one one the count with one man out. Runners at first and second base for the Dons, and the pitch to Urata is down low ball one. Again, this is a guy coming into this game hitting 212, 132 at bats, only 28 hits. But he's got four hits and eight at bats here against the BYU, hitting 500 in the series. Yeah, that bottom, bottom part of the order has been killing us this weekend. It's unbelievable. Ball and a strike. And here is Reed McLaughlin. And the 1-1 pitch. That ball's hit into left field. Base hit. Going to try to score the runner. Here comes the throw from McIntyre. And it's just a little bit late. And uh, San Francisco has tied this one up. 5-5 on the single by Urata. Yeah, and they're just hitting it where they're not right there. Jackson's playing double play depth, so he's shaded up the middle. If he's playing in his normal spot, that's right at him. But uh, good piece of hitting right there. Again, going the other way against Reed. That's the third hit now that they've gone the other way against him, those lefties. Top of the order now, and Villaroma steps in. He is one for two. He singled his last time up. As McLaughlin has given up uh, three hits in the inning. All singles. And the Dons have bounced back. Pitches over for a strike. Boy, it had to be deflating to them, but, boy, they've come back out here and, and uh, just swinging the bats well. They now have eight hits in just uh, two and a third innings. This is a team hitting 260 coming into the game. And here is McLaughlin's 0-1. And that's a little bit low for a ball. And right now, Cougars on top of the conference. 16 wins, 7 losses. They're a half a game ahead of uh, Gonzaga, who's 16-8. and eight. And They are not playing this week in the conference. They're playing Lamar. They'll be at Pepperdine next week. And here is the 1-1 pitch. Just off the plate, 2-1. and one. If the Cougars could win this one, they would have a full one-game lead against Gonzaga going into Santa Clara next weekend. Two balls and a strike. Two men on. And McLaughlin's 2-1. That's inside ball three. Looks like Inouye's now starting to loosen up out there in the pen. He'd probably be your next guy on line. Yeah, I like Inouye in a matchup against this team. He can throw two or three pitches for a strike. Right now, with Sterner and McLaughlin not being able to throw breaking balls for a strike, they're just teeing up on a fastball. Three and one the count. And here is the pitch. Ball fouled up and out of play. Count goes full 3-2. Villaroma out of San Mateo, California, junior. 19 stolen bases on the year, one of the tops in the conference, and he's only been thrown out once. 19 out of 20. 
Three balls, two strikes. Two men on, and here is McLaughlin. Looks at second, didn't make a throw. I wouldn't be surprised if they send him right here, Brent. Good speed on the bases. Contact hitter up at the plate. Nell at second, Urata at first base. And here is the 3-2 pitch. Ball grounded foul down the third base side. Runners were moving on the pitch. So Villaroma will return to the box, right-handed hitter. And here is McLaughlin with the 3-2, and that's outside ball four. So bases are loaded for the Dons, and uh, Jack Winkler, who is one for two, will come to the plate. Winkler popped up in the first, singled and scored in that big second inning as the Dons threatening to take the lead back. Cougars uh, back in the infield, double play depth. As Winkler, a 309 hitter, steps in. He is a sophomore out of Littleton, Colorado, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Really, really need a double play ball right here, Brent. No balls, one strike. Again, here's the pitch, and that one is over for a call strike to another fastball at 89 from McLaughlin. Boy, every time we've looked up in this game, there's been bases loaded by yeah, both schools. No kidding. Saturday, right? Saturday. You never know what you're going to get. We are just in the top of the third inning. Ball hit pretty well. Brock Hale going back, way back, and that's over Brock's head, up against the wall. One run scores. Two run scores are going to try to score the third run. Here comes the throw, and he is safe at the plate. Villaroma, head first, just beat the tag. 0-2 count, Brent. 0-2 count right there. You've got to throw a better pitch. That's on Reed, 100%. He's got to throw a better pitch. Boy, that ball just kept carrying, 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 and short hopped the wall. Three-run score, and San Francisco is taking an 8-5 lead now. Winkler, three RBIs on the double. And Riley Helland. And now uh, Mike Littlewood out of the dugout. We're going to see Inouye brought into the ballgame. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Blake Inouye into the ballgame. He's got an ERA of 4.20. The right-hander, a senior. Out of Henderson, Nevada. Into the game. Cougars, boy, they got the lead. They just couldn't hold it. 
And uh, McLaughlin has been just so good this year. It's just shocking to see uh, the development there with uh, with McLaughlin. Yeah, Reed's been so good this year. Just wasn't able to get the job done today. Well, and that ball just carried. It was, uh, I mean, I think it shocked uh, Brock also as uh, he just kept going back, 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 and it got over his head. Yeah, it did just keep carrying it, but still it's too good of a pitch, 0-2. You're up in the count. It's too good of a pitch to hit. First pitch to Riley Helland is over for a strike. Helland is one for two today. He doubled in two in the second inning. Right down that uh, left field line, so he'll spray it around. The Dons with four in the second. They've scored four so far here in the third. There's a ground ball foul down the first base side. And the count 0-2 on Helland. He'll be followed by Jonathan Allen. and 2 Helen, the senior out of Camarillo, California. He's got four home runs on the year. And here is Inouye's pitch. Foul ball over the Cougar dugout off the third base side. Well, a wild one going here. 13 runs, 13 hits, and we're just at the top of the third inning. As the Cougars and Dons duking it out here in game three. There's a ground ball foul. Good job by Inouye changing speeds and really had Helen out on front. You know, from all appearances, the Cougars really had the advantage going in to game through three with their pitching staff. With uh, Sterner, how good he's been. McLaughlin down there and Inouye and everybody else. And, and uh, both teams kind of probably in the same boat right now. Yeah. Came in here thinking you're in good shape, like you said, on the mound, but uh, already three pitchers deep, and you're still in the third inning. It's like the old-fashioned Mountain West baseball days with the yeah. juiced bats. Yeah, the old uh, the old aluminum bats. Here's the 0-2. Fouled off by Helen. So no balls, two strikes, one man out. Four men in. The big blow was the double that knocked three in by Winkler, who's out there at second base. And Riley Helland batting from the left side. Swing and a miss, foul tip back into Noah Hill's glove. One man or two men are out. Great job, Noah Hill. That's a big squeeze right there. It's hard to do. Jonathan Allen now steps in. We're down to a three-man crew with the umpire being hurt early in the ballgame. So a little different rotation to the umpires with the the old three-man crew that we used to see all the time. Two-man out, and Allen had an RBI on a sacrifice his last time up. Boy, good pitch by Sue again. Or, I mean, in a way, that good uh, change right there. Yeah, it really was. Good pitch. And that's what Jordan Wood was able to do to this lineup on Thursday. All these 
these talented lefties. He was able to throw that change up down, get a lot of swing and misses or weak ground outs. Here is the 0-1 from Blake. That ball hit pretty well. Jelich coming in. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. The Dons score four runs on three base hits. There were no errors. One man left. We are through two and a half. Eight-five Dons over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Carson Matthews steps in for the Cougars. Fouls the first pitch off. Carson struck out his first time up. He is uh, facing Julian Washburn, the reliever for the Dons. This guy's got more wins than anybody on the staff, eight and one. Ball's fouled up and into the crowd. And Carson behind in the count, 0-2. Jelich, who really got the rally, started in the uh, second inning with a double, is on deck. 8-5, Don's leading the Cougars. That's a little pop-up. Shortstop uh, going back. Uh, Winkler, he's there and will make the catch for the out. One man down, Jelich steps in. Danny doubled down the left field line. And then he was at third base when uh, Cougars' uh, Brock Hill hit the grand slam in the bottom of the second. First pitch to Jelich is outside ball one. We're staying it again here in the third inning. You just chip back away, right? Put together some good at-bats and find a way to sneak back in. 1-0 1-0 pitch, oh, Jelich takes one, 15th time he's been hit. That one got him on the leg, I believe. Yeah, it did. He literally has a leather magnet, I swear. It's you know, unbelievable. Michael Wierick, I think, set the all-time record. I think he was hit 22 times for the Cougars. In a season or In a career? season. Wow. And uh, we used to call him the Bruce. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think uh, Jelich is... Uh, could be uh, called that same thing. He definitely could. My goodness. First pitch hammered foul by Brian Sue. Just fouled down the left field line. Man, it seems like we've had a ton of those type of swings the last couple of days. They're just foul, and USF's kind of got the breaks where there's hit the line, you know, and land for doubles. So Brian Sue with one man out, one man on. Steps back in against uh, Julian Washburn. Throw to first, and uh, Jelic back in safely. Down 8-5. I'm not sure you'd see uh, Danny run here unless he feels like he's got a big lead in the pitcher, uh, Washburn, really slow to the plate. Here is the 0-1. That's over for a strike. 0-2 to Sue with Noah Hill on deck. Well, two strikes here. Just got to find a way to battle. Here's Washburn's 0-2. That's outside for a ball. So a ball and two strikes to Brian. Here's the 1-2 foul at the plate. 
Yeah, good, good foul right there. Pretty good breaking ball that he was barely got a piece of it. So a ball and two strikes, one man out. Runner at first base for the Cougars. Cougars down by three runs, 8-5 here in the just the bottom of the third inning. There goes Jelich, throw down, and Danny goes in safely. So that's uh, Jelich's fifth steal of the day, or of the year. Had a good jump, and Jelich uh, looking down at his hand. Hopefully he didn't uh, tear his hand open there. Most guys, a little carpet uh, burn right there. Yeah, well, most guys, that's why they uh, did look at that. The, they just showed a huge blister on his hand. It's the whole skin was off his palm. Two balls, two strikes to Brian Sue. And Washburn's pitch is up a little bit high for ball three. I don't, uh, I don't trust this umpire. I don't either. I, I thought he was going <laughs> to ring him up right there. He took a step back, and yeah, a lot of umpires do that and then ring his, you up. Exactly. Got it back to full. Now find a way to win it right here. Brian Sue has walked and been hit by a pitch in the game. Pitch to Sue oh, is over for call me? strike three. So Sue goes down on strikes. Two men out. And Noah Hill steps in. That ball's down. My goodness. That is down and off the plate. Wow, that was way down. That's a huge strikeout because now it's first and second, one out with Noah up. My goodness. Come on, umpire. Two men out, and Hill steps in. First pitch is... Low for ball one. Looked like about the same location. He just rung up uh, the batter, Brian Sue. So one and all the count. Uh, Noah Hill has uh, singled and walked in the game. That pitch is down low for ball two. He walked, remember Hill, with uh, guys, two guys on bringing uh, Brock Hill to the plate who hit the grand slam his last time up. That's key here. Be really selective. Get Brock Hill up again. you got to believe Noah's going to get a pitch to hit yeah, somewhere that, in this at bat. Exactly. Two balls, no strikes. That's over for a strike. That's a good pitch right there. Two and one to Noah Hill, the catcher. And the pitch to Hill is way inside, ball three. Well, he hasn't had a pitch to hit yet. No, he hasn't. Which is just shocking to me. If I'm out there and I see Brock Hill in the on-deck circle and there's two outs and first base is open, I am I am throwing strikes. I'm I making mean, I am, him I am beat throwing you. throwing yeah. strikes. I'm making Noah beat you, that's for sure. That's nothing against Noah. That's just... Uh, Saying a lot to, about Brock Hale. 3-1 pitch way outside, almost a wild pitch, and Hale's going to come up with uh, two guys on and the chance to tie this one up with another long ball. 
It's who you want. He's your guy. Nobody going in the bullpen for San Francisco. Brock Hill came up in his last at bat and homered after striking out in the first inning. His 10th home run of the year, and he now has 42 RBIs. We talked about Brock, his unbelievable performance over his four-year career here for BYU, and just continuing to add to that here today. Now has 31 home runs in his BYU career and 136 RBIs. And Hale steps in against uh, Julian Washburn. And the pitch, and that's outside, uh, if you remember, Brock, Thursday a grand slam. His second of his career and hit his third of his career here today. One ball and no strikes. And here is the one ball pitch to Hale. A little off speed. Looked like a straight change yeah, there. Yeah, it did, yeah. Over the inside corner. Hadn't thrown that pitch yet. That's the thing about this umpire. He's calling the high pitch and the low pitch. You can't call both. It's one or the other. When you call both, it's almost impossible to hit. Here's the 1-1. That's outside for ball two. Two balls, a strike, two men out. As the Cougars going to claw their way back into this one again. And 2-1. That's outside ball three. Jackson Clough is on deck for BYU. And I'll guarantee if uh, Brock Hill gets a pitch he likes. Yeah. They can't come fastball 3-1, can they? Well, I, I wouldn't. Oh, man. But, uh, hey, Clough, uh, here, you know, Clough and Hill probably two of your top uh, MVP candidates in the league, and that pitch has just caught the outside corner, three and two. Runners will be moving on the pitch here. Jelich at second base. That's a good 3-1 pitch, just barely down and away for a strike. Good take for Brock. Noah Hill at first. They'll be moving. And Julian Washburn from the stretch. Here's the 3-2. Ball hit hard, but foul down the third baseline. It's that changeup again. Yep. Yeah, he's not going to see fastball here. And really, Washburn doesn't have the kind of fastball that you know can yeah. really overpower Brock. Exactly. You can sit on breaking pitch and still catch up with that fastball. His best, his best chance right here to get Brock out is probably just to go fastball low and away and see if he can get him to ground out. Again, 3-2, runners moving. Here's the pitch. Way outside, ball four, so base is loaded. I can't, and Jackson Clough coming up. Can't stand this body language from the umpire. That's the same motion he had when he rung up Sue. So you think he's going to call a ball, but I'm like, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Well, I've been around a long time. You've yeah. been around a while, and neither one of us have seen Matthew Harasima. H-E-E-R-S-A-M-A. Well, big spot here for Brock. Had a double last time and scored. Need a big knock right here from him, from, from good old Clough. Jackson Clough steps in, swings and a miss out of... Change up for strike one. 
And that's where Jackson's got a little bit of in trouble this year. In these spots, he gets a little pumped up, right, and a little over-aggressive on that first pitch. Just get yours right here. Here's Washburn with the pitch, and Clough swings and misses again. That pitch looked like it was out of the zone. Yeah, it's those two straight balls that he swung at. Again, just being over-aggressive. And now you just have to battle. You just have to battle here, put a ball in play, and try to get a couple of runs. 0-2. Clough steps back in. Here's Washburn's pitch, and that's outside for a ball. Jackson Clough popped up in the first, doubled in the second, and scored the Cougars' fifth run. At that time, the Cougars went ahead 5-4, but uh, four runs by San Francisco in the last inning have given them another 8-5 lead. Clough takes that one outside for a ball, too. Really good take right there. He's got nowhere to put you. He's going to go to his best pitch right here. Get you an elevated pitch here and put a good swing on it. Two balls, two strikes. Washburn's pitch. Little looper, left field. Left fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's up against the wall. And Clough has cleared the bases. We're tied up at 8-8. Jackson Clough short hopped the wall out there at the 380-foot mark. Big at that right there by Jackson Clough. Yes, it was. Fell behind. 0-2 did not look good. And then just stayed back and lined that one into the left center field alley. Yeah, great swing right there just when you needed it. Boy, first inning you leave bases loaded and get nothing out of it. In the last two innings you get bases loaded and you get a grand slam and you get a bases clearing double. So great at-bats here. And we're back to 8-8, Brent. Holy cow. What, what a baseball game. game. Bottom of the third inning. And this inning isn't over because you got the big Thor up is what I call him in Sapiti. Ryan Sapiti's walked and doubled. He's got an RBI in the ball game. As left now at second base. All three runners scored easily. Sapiti takes that pitch high and tight. Ball one. I think it's about time for Sapiti to get his first career home run. It could I think, ha- it's going to happen I think sooner than later. Yep, I think this is the spot right here. Off the scoreboard. I'm calling it right here. Pitch to Ryan, and that's over for a strike. One and one to count. The Dons' Julian Washburn has hit a batter and walked two in the inning, and that, again... Like in the second, that's been the, the Don's mistakes here on the mound here early in this ballgame. Sapiti, that ball hits him, came in and got him on the left shoulder, just a curveball that didn't break. And the Cougars now with runners at first and second, and Mitch McIntyre is going to be the hitter. Nobody in the bullpen for San Francisco. I think that will tell you a little about the state of their bullpen right now. And finally, like I think you spoke it to in existence here, Brent, because now they got a couple guys running down. And that's Parker again yeah. out there running down there, 22. Well, Mitch is due. He is due. He's had guys in scoring position, both of his at-bats. He's due right here. Mitch has walked and grounded out in the game in the first pitch up high, ball one. Cougars eight runs on six hits. And the uh, Dons eight runs on nine hits. 
And you got great speed on the bases in uh, Clough at second. And that ball hit pretty well. Deep center field. Center fielder going back, looking up. Three-run home run. Wow. By McIntyre. Wow. Cougars score six in the inning. They now lead 11-8. to eight. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre's sixth home run of the year. And the Cougars come up big here. What a ball game. What a ball game. 11 to 8. Wow. I said he was due. He didn't miss that ball. I love it. So the Cougars, five in the second, six in the third. And this is after coming from behind. (laughs) Time and time again, this BYU team. And can Inouye go out and put up a zero? (laughs) My goodness, Brent. I got faith in him. He's a senior. It's his his day. He's going to go out there and he's going to put up a zero. We talked about the conditions, daytime baseball in Provo. And McIntyre over the center field wall. And now Kringlin steps in. This has all happened with two men out and the first pitch to Keaton. That ball is fouled up and off, I believe, the catcher for strike one. Keat, big swing right there, just missed it. Ninth guy to come to the plate again. (laughs) Crazy. They hit around in the second, and they've hit around here in the third. Cougars 11 runs on seven hits. And seven of those runs have come in on home runs. And the other three, well, and the three of them, uh, bases clearing double by Clough. Yeah. Just big extra base hits with two outs. With two outs. What a crazy game. And this game is long from over, Brent. <laughs> the way that the, the second and third inning has gone. Six of the Cougars' seven hits have been extra bases. Two home runs and four doubles. Here's the 0-2 to Kringlin. Strike three call takes it on the outside corner. And the Cougars are retired. Cougars six runs in the inning. And they lead by a score of 11-8 as we go to the fourth here at Larry Miller Field on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.